0: of one has the mission of the mission at the end said after talked about the ab the zikkel and it went the lawyer is there etc when went through the various tata shuv building up to bar and at the end we said, is <laughs> The derech of these things is to do hezek on some level. Like we said, like a Muad, etc., and an and these are things you're responsible to watch. And therefore, When they do damage, you are now responsible, based on the various circums of the Torah, to pay for them. And we said you're responsible to pay. You have to pay from what we call the metav, which we'll see at the end of the daft today, what it is. But if the Mishnah says a klau at the end of the Mishnah, that seems to indicate, says the more la Mai. So that seems to indicate that besides the four that we already discussed. Bar, Shor, Mave, Hever, whether we're talking about Shane and regular Adam, whatever it is according to Rav, according to Shmuel, there seems to be some other items that unless we had this common denominator, this tzara shava between the four, we would not necessarily know that you are Chayef. So is trying to understand what might be a situation where unless I had these cases and a common denominator between them, a tzar-shava, only then I would know you're Chayef. So tomorrow's <coughs> gonna to give four possibilities. And they're all true. Each amur says it's his own pshat. amr so I'm rabbiya. But I see the following case. If you have a stone or if you have a knife or you have some, some, some giant package, what happens if you put it up on top of a wall, top of a rooftop, and then a wind comes, blows it down, a normal wind, so something you should have expected, and blows it down, and it does damage. In that case, I wouldn't necessarily, says Abayah, know your chayev, unless I learned out this tzad so So wait a second, what, what, is, the, what is the case Abayah is talking about? <laughs> everything about where it fell on someone's head while he was walking, so the thing just blew off the top of the roof and fell on someone's head. So Hainu Esh, that is classic Esh. There's no fire, but it's the same idea as Esh. Why? Maish no Esh, what makes Esh unique? The Koyach Acher Mu'urev boy. it's not the exact Koyach you did. It's not the, the Maman, it's not Maman Ha-Mazik. it's something you own per se. And if you lit a fire in its spot and there's no wind whatsoever, right? the fire just goes out. The idea of fire is that there's some wind, and therefore fire moves, and when fire moves, and with its wind, it burns, we said it's, it burns everything in its path, it doesn't make a difference. But the kiddish of aish is, is that you're responsible for where it goes, even though it's not you per se that made the fire go somewhere, it's the wind, God's wind, that made it go somewhere, still you're responsible for anywhere and everywhere that that fire goes. So if that 's the case, and it 's yours you don 't own a fire, but you lit the fire and you 're responsible for it so, if you put a knife up on top of a roof and it blew down so there 's an expected which is the wind and therefore of course you 're going to be responsible if you put it there, so i don 't need a tsada shove to learn out that if I put a knife on top of a roof, and it blows off and it stabs somebody, then I'm going to be chayev. That is mamish eish. And if it's mamish eish, I don't need a tzara shava. So that can't be what Abba is talking about. El or basad What about a case where the knife blows off the top of the roof, it doesn't hit somebody, it falls into a shasarabim, and then someone comes and gets cut on it. Okay, so now it's not eish anymore, right? Eish, eish, he said, is something that moves. Now this is turned basically into a bark. So it says more, Wait a second. if you are mafkeret, which is one of the ideas of Barakuliyama, is that normally you dig a barbushosarabim. It's mehetker. It's not your area. You're not supposed to dig it there. You don't own it at all. But you're responsible for it. So if you are mafker this knife or this package. So ben the rav, the bar. So again, that's just regular bar. You you have something that you damage. You put in the middle of a Someone trips on it, and they were mafkeret, So you don't own it anymore. That's bar. Bar by definition is not like uh, an animal which maybe will do damage, maybe won't, etc. Even fire which maybe will do damage, maybe won't, depending if it's controlled. The bar by definition was created for one thing. In the normal case, to hurt people. That's all That's all. That's all the purpose of having a bar in the middle of a If you have the situation where you put a knife somewhere and it falls down into the shasarabim. Through a wind. So that's just a bar. Something negligent you did, which is by definition dangerous from moment number one. And therefore, of course, you're going to be chayev, So again, I wouldn't need a Shava. If it fell and damaged through the falling, that's aish, If it fell into a and a mafkarit and someone gets cut on it, then that's just bar. I don't need a Shava of anything. Ella you know what the case is? Deloiafkarin. But there's a case where you want your knife. It's still your knife. It fell into I mean, you still want it. So what? So So what? We had a Machleik's Rav and Shmuel. Rav said, if you keep it and you decide you don't want to be it, then we said it has a din of Shor, like Karen. And if you, uh, and Shmuel said it still has a din like Bar. Either way, you still don't need a Tzad hashavah. Right? We're looking for something which is murky, exactly what the aloha is. What is the Halacha? And we need to make a tzara In this case, whatever it is, either it's Bar or it's going to be Shar, or, or it's going to be ash, But it's definitely not going to be anything. It's there's no Suffolk over here. There's there is. We're talking about your Mafgrid. Oh, we said if you're Mafgrid, so just a bar. What's it mean if you dig a hole in Rosh Hashanah, or if you leave a sharp knife, standing up in Rosh Hashanah, even if, says the Gemara, by a bar, there's nothing else involved. You dug the hole in Rosh Hashanah, You're Yerchaev. In this case, you didn't dig the bar. You put a knife on top of a roof, a wind blew it. By classic bar, there's no concept of wind blowing a bar. A bar is a hole, or a mountain, or something that you made in Rosh Hashanah which could cause some of the damage. There's no koech acher me'urv by. So if I just had halacha of bar, if the Torah would just say Yechayav bar, I would not necessarily know Yechayav in this case, where you made a bar that blew into a Hashanah. Maybe in that case I'm not chaif. Maybe I'm not responsible. My fault. I put the bar over there. It blew over there. May Khta should be chaif and dam bar. Tamir Bahani Shekai Khacha Okay, so it must be Aishtechia. Oh, but the Torah does say something else that you're when you blows, and that is fire. Oh malaishkin dark lele klahazik. We said ash is different because age, you expect it, totally expect it to move. Whereas a bar, normally you don't expect it to move, so bar and therefore by a bar you don't expect it. Ash is totally movable on its own, whereas these things are not. So chazradin. So now we take a see that we have a tsara shave between bar and ash to make you in a case of a bar that moves. If you didn't have ash, you wouldn't know that a moving bar you itam bar kamash the tzara shava, and that's what the Mishnah means. The mission says we make a tzaddash shava between all of them. This is not between all of them. This is between two of them. But we can make a tzaddash shava between bar and esh to have a situation of a bar that moves, that that's also considered a bar. Because the fact that it moves it just makes it like part of esh. It's just like esh even though it moves. So bar, you're going to be a even though it moves as well. So then you can have a tzaddash shava And that's a biased pshat in the safe of the mission. Ravama, Ravis is another case, similar, He said, what if you put something in Rishusha Rabbim and people walk by and kick it around? So I put a package down in Rishusha Rabbim, which would normally be bar, let's say, and people kick it. So it ends up, I put it over here, and it ends up across the street in the middle of Mishasarab. There was a Mishasarab the whole time, but now it's moved somewhere else. Okay, so hechidam. Doesn't a boar have to be ten fachim? No, a boar just has to be something which is normally that people, or an animal in particular, would trip on and get hurt. Okay? Cover and somebody kicked off. That's the same idea. That's the same idea. Same idea. It might be the same. It depends how it's set up. Okay. So, if you put this thing in Sarabim and you're so the rabbi, and the bar. So that's just a regular bar. You put something which around which is dangerous, people tripped on it. The fact that someone kicked it, who cares? Now, Rashi clearly says Tesis debates exactly the case. The person who kicked it around is definitely not responsible. Normally we say people are not paying attention when they're walking with Shosh and therefore when, when Ruven puts something dangerous in Mosh and Shimon kicks it around Shimon is definitely not responsible Shimon had no idea that he was kicking anything and therefore Shimon for sure is not the issue the only issue is Ruve. so L'Chair Ruve puts something with Mosh if he's it, then it's no different than thinking oh what's the difference what it is it causes damage it's clearly something which is originally not necessarily intending to do damage but will do damage which we also supposed to watch and Okay, Maybe we're about a case where you're not mafgret. So still, the do the Bar. Even if you're not Mafgrin, it's a, ba- a bag, a knife, whatever it is. Going to Shmuel, even if you're not Mafgrin, it's still Bar. So what's the what do I need a for? The truth is, this case is not exactly like Bar. Malabar By a Bar. The damage, the damaging thing was caused by the hole that you dug. You dug a hole here, an animal fell in here, I'm responsible, that's what Torah says. But in this case, Bahani of over here it's not directly being caused by you, over here somebody else kicked it somewhere else and it did damage over there. So that's not really classical bar. Classical bar is where I dug the hole, that's where the damage is. Here someone else kicked it. If I just had Hilchah's bar, I wouldn't necessarily know Yichayim. What is this similar to also? It's Sharikhiach. This is similar to a case of Shar, like Karen, where you have a, something that moves, an animal that w- starts over here, goes over there, and does damage. So, therefore, I this. Ish, if I may ask. It, it could be H as well. Right. It could be H. Ash is by a Ruach. And this is not by a Ruach. This is by, by, a, by a, 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 a Bar chai, a human being. darke yeah. Bar, we said, is normal. To move and therefore you're responsible, whereas a shor is, whereas a bar is not. So, bar techiach, okay, a bar you're responsible even if it's something that's not moving on its own. So, the tzaddah in this case again, between shor and bar, before we have between bar and aish, here it's between shor and bar, it tells you that this thing that you put in Rishesh Ram, even though it was kicked away from where you put it, is still a bar. But I need the tzaddah from shor to show me that even though it moved, it still could be a type of mazik that we would define as bar. Case number, And therefore, that is the Tzad another example of a tzarashava that we need in the Mishnah. Case number three. <laughs> the following case. <laughs> there are certain things that normally, Rishisur Rabbim, you have no permission to do anything, Rishisur Abim, other than that you're allowed to do. You're allowed to do business, you're allowed to set up a shop, etc. Okay, But you're not allowed to dig a hole in the middle of Rishisur Rabbim. That's clear. You have no permission to do that. There are some things that sometimes Chazal said you're allowed to do in Hashanah. The women are going to be very happy, and that is Pais can be by saying for from you're allowed to do sponge from your house out into Shasurabam. Right? Chazal said, We're gonna do sponge. So you could sponge on Erev of Shabbos, and you can have all the water and the dirty water from your house or from wherever you're living in a cave, all the way out into Hashanah. However, that has to be in the That which Chazal said you could do that is not in the summer months. And the summer months where everything is dry, so well, who are you to go make mud in the molvishesrab? Okay, but we might say when it's ready, wet and muddy. Then yeshemushos. Then you're allowed to go ahead and put your sponge water out into the molvishesrab. No problem. Okay, but alpha pishavreshos. Even though you're allowed to put it there, If your sponge water causes damage then you're going to be responsible to pay for the damage it caused. Now, wait a second. What kind of damage did it cause? Hechidam. If you, you know, splash the water off the merpeset and it lands on someone's head and causes damage, so that's your damage direct. That's, right. that's you and you're responsible. I don't need a tzadah That's a person who threw something and landed on someone's head. Of course, Yechai. Most of we are talking about where the sponge of water was just a moment of no longer moving, and someone slipped on it. Okay, so again, Hechidami, Idav if you, which Mestam you are, right? You're maf, you're a your, your sponge of water at that point. So, Ben the Rabbi, the Shemuel Bar. So that's just Barber It doesn't have to be a hole in the ground. Slippery water is also going to be Barber, especially in the winter. Maybe it turned into ice or whatever it is. That's Barber Sheserabim, It's clearly, from moment number one, something that is only there to cause damage. So why would I need to learn out anything else from this? This is just bar. I poured water into Shusra, and I'm high. What are you talking about? Where you want that water, or whatever it is, you want to go get it? So, So according to Shmuel, who says that even when you're not mafgrin, it's a bar? So still, it's bar. So what's the case over here? What is this case? The Rav the is telling me that we're telling me it's not exactly bar. Says so I'll explain to you why. <speaking in Spanish> you are you are and therefore it's really bar. But dummy la bar, but lav would you know that this case is exactly bar? Malabar <speaking in> shus. <Spanish> Maybe the reason you chay for bar is because you're not allowed. It's illegal. It's usser to dig a hole in the river Whereas in this case we just said, Chazal specifically said, you're allowed to pour the water to Shosur So if you're allowed to pour this water to Shosur Abim, so then maybe you're not going to be Chayev, because that's not exactly like a bar. So Shor T'Yerechiach. So from there, we have to learn now from Shor that a Shor, you're allowed to bring a Shor to And yet, when you bring a Shor to and it gores somebody, you're going to be Chayef. Gores a, a person or animal, you're going to be Chayef. So you see, even though you're allowed to have an you're going to be Chayef. But I only know that from Hilchas Shor. I don't know that from Hilchas. Bar so you can't darken it. Ah, mal shor you can't darken it. Like how Bar techechi yichayif. Even if it doesn't move, so the chazar idea. So again, we have a tzara shave between bar and shor in a case where you're allowed to make the barbushos shabim, even though you're allowed to, still you're going to be chayiv. But I only know that from a tzara shave, like in the end of the mission. A fourth case, Ravina Amar la'su you We have a mission masechtas baba b'metzia. Hakoysevayilok shenaflo shabim. You did you build a wall in your yard, or you have a tree that's growing in your yard, no problem. Okay, you're allowed to do that, of course. It's all fine and dandy. Tree gets old, the wall gets old and, and, and uh, not strong anymore, and it falls. The tree or the wall falls into Rishasarabim. So the Mishra says, <laughs> You're a right? It's called an that You didn't necessarily know it was going to happen. You had no idea. You built a, a strong wall. The wall was fine. Over time it deteriorated. When the wall falls into Shazram, and does damage. Says the Mishra, you're not going to be chay. However, The local municipality noticed that your wall is getting weak. And someone called 106." Right, and uh, reported you to the city. And the city came and put up a paper, and they say, if you don't know what 106 is, then I don't know. No. Okay, fine. So, and, they, they, and therefore, they reported you that you have a wall that's going to fall, and the city gave you a, uh, came and gave you a ticket and said, you have 30 days to get rid of this wall. You have 30 days to get rid of this tree. Okay. And it fell before 30 days, then you're still going to be puttered even though they gave you a warning, but they gave you 30 days. If it fell before 30 days, you La L'achersman, if you didn't do it within the 30 days, and then on day 35 it fell, then says that Mishnah, you're going to be chayev. Now, what are you chayev over here? What happened? Hechidam. if it fell to Shasarabim, and someone tripped on it or whatever it is, and you great because you say you don't want it anymore. So ben la'avashmul hainu that's a regular barber Shasarabim, right? Why is it any different? It was, yes, it started in your Rishos, but the Maisei fell into the Rosh and you had ample warning, so you Yechai'chaz Bar, this is something that's normal, obviously it's there for damage. Normally we said by Bar, Tchilas and Asiyas and Nezek, paid attention over here, this is not Tchilas and Asiyas here you built a wall, a proper wall in your yard, so we can't call it Tchilas and Asiyas but we're calling it Matzui to do damage, so it seems to be the same like Bar. Ella Edelaiafkarinu, if you said you want the stones and you want the wood from the tree. So the shwodemakula bar the manu ba. quite the shwol it's still bar, so you're still just bar, what's the issue? Lem davkarinu, could be you mafkurit. But this is not exactly like bar. And that's exactly the point. By a bar, when you dig a bar, Meshach him from the first moment that you did it, it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Over here, This was not dangerous from moment number one. I built a wall in my yard. I planted a tree in my yard. It wasn't dangerous when I did it. It became dangerous later after warning. Fine. But that's the same as bar. So, what are you going to say? Shari right? A shah is not dangerous from the first moment, and yet I'm responsible to make sure it's chayiv, so we can learn from shah that you would be chayiv even if it's not dangerous from moment number one. But a, div- a shar is different. A shar moves, a bar doesn't move. So maybe you should not be chayev. So, Therefore, you have the tzara So again, we have a tzad shav between shor and bar to show that you're going to be chayev for this thing that you built in your shus and you were amply warned and then it fell into Shos In that case, also you're going to be chayev. So we have four examples of tzad shavas from the Mishnah that if I just had bar, I wouldn't necessarily know you're chayev in each one of these cases. But because I have bar and eish or bar and shor, etc., then I know that in these four cases you're going to be chayev and that's shot in the Mishnah when the Mishnah says, it's teaching you this point. The mission continues. The mission says hamazik. That's a strange word. hamazik What does that mean? Chov. So Most of shas, the Mishnah would have said hamazik. is So word we always use. What's chov? So Mordechai says something interesting right, So, this Tana lived in Yerushalayim, apparently, and they spoke a slightly different dialect. Now, the Mishnais are still written in Hebrew. They're not written in Aramaic. The Mishnais, like the Gemara. The Gemara is in Aramaic. And if you've learned Yerushalmi, you know the Yerushalmi Aramaic is very different than the Bavli Aramaic. But here, even in the Hebrew itself that they spoke, apparently, they had different dialects or whatever it is. And therefore, if in Yerushalayim they used to say Chav instead of saying Chav, and we pointed out also that's why the Mishnah had said Arba Oves Nezikin and not Arba Arba Mazikin. The Saba Farshim said, this is based on the same point. they have a slightly different dialect. They have a slightly different dialect. That's why he says, Chov and not Chay. Okay, technical detail. Now let's move on to the last halach of the Mishnah. The last halach of the Mishnah is that you have to pay me meitav, the Mishnah said. You have to pay meitav, yishalim. What is this halach? Tanah the Posik says, Meitav, let's read the Pasik again by Shane and Regel. The Pasik says, Kiavar ish sade karim, Vashilach is birbih bestayach, which we said is talking about Vashilach is Shein, is regel and bia we said is shane, etc. is the way we learned this Pasik. Then the Pasik says at the end, Meitav sadeu u metav karma You have to pay the Meitav, the best of the field or the kerem. that's what you have to pay. What does that mean, the best? And how do you determine this? The mark says this fell. Tanabara, meitav Sodeo, meitav karmi me yishalim, meitav sadeu shal nizik, umeitav karmi shal nizik diberi shmal. Yishmal says something strange. We're going to try to struggle to figure out what he means. You pay the best field of the nizik. What does that mean? Hold on. The we will explain. We have the victim. We be a kivam or no? Loi bayakosav el ligbois l'niszakin min idius. The Torah is telling you that when you pay the mazik who's paying, he has to pay from his best fields. Okay, not the amount he has to pay. He has to pay, hundred. he did a hundred shekel of damage, he has to pay a hundred shekel. But when he pays the fields and he wants to pay back the person in fields, as we'll see tomorrow, you don't have to pay in fields. You can pay in cash, you can pay in raisins, you can pay anything you want. I shove a kesev But if you're paying in fields, tomorrow we'll discuss how how these two alakas fit together, but if you're paying in fields, so there's different quality of fields. Okay, there's what we call zeberus, which is the worst quality fields, venus, which is medium, and idius, which which is the best. Most people, the Gemara always assumes, prefer everything being even, they want idius. It's better to have, have, again, value-wise you have the exact same amount of value of field you're getting. The question is, would I rather have a small piece of idius or a larger piece of Beninus and Zibaris, most people would rather have a small piece of Idius. A, maybe you get better crops out of it. B, it's easier to sell. As we'll see in the tomorrow, it's easier to sell. And if it's easier to sell, if I ever want to turn this field into cash, I'd rather have a piece of Idius, which is easier to sell. Okay. There might be other reasons you want not the best field. Like, what if the the Mazik's field is right next to the Nizik's field, and I want to have one long, giant field, so maybe I'd rather take a lower-quality field. We'll see about that tomorrow. But in general, says says... um, Says Rabbi Kiva, the is saying when it comes to Hezek, you can demand from the mazik the highest quality field. The kavuchar the hegdish and the same thing would apply when you're paying hegdish. We'll see what that means tomorrow. Now, what is Rabbi Shmuel's case? That you pay the best fields of the nizik. What does that mean, Rabbi Shmuel? Achal shmeina Misham If I damage, let's say a quality ten field of the nizik, I damage a quality ten. So of course I pay back. Whatever that's worth, quality 10. I don't pay more. There's no knoss over here. If I damage his ten quality 10 field, it was worth 1,000 shekel. Of course, I pay him back 1,000 shekel. And if I damage a, a quality 6 field, so I have to pay him back that same amount, meaning the same amount of yardage or, 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 or meters, based on its higher value, that's not true. The Gemara assumes at this stage that when Mishmael says you pay the best quality of the nizik, it's not referring to the payment, it's referring to the amount that you actually pay. So if, I da- if I, my animal ran into his field and ate a row of crops, and that row of crops was lower quality, it was only six levels, it was only 10 shekel a kilo, I have to pay back ke'ilu, it was some very expensive crop, that's 15 shekel a kilo. That doesn't make any sense. Why do I have to pay more than I damaged? Some are no, where when this could very easily happen, the animal ate a certain amount of crops. We're not sure what the animal ate. Did he eat high quality stuff or low quality stuff? So, do you owe me a thousand shekel or do you owe me fifteen hundred shekel? And therefore, it says you have to pay fifteen hundred. So what does that mean? It makes no sense. So Ma If we knew he ate the lower quality lemon lower. hash to the if you're not sure. Why should I have to pay them more? a right. That's a rule in all of Shas If you want the mazik to pay, you have to prove that he owes you that money. So he definitely owes you a thousand, because that's the cheapest it could have been. How could the Pasik possibly say that? That cannot be pshat Bishma. So rather what is pshat Rishma? The situation is that not everybody has the same quality fields. The Mazik's a really rich guy. And the Mazik has three quality fields available in his, in his portfolio. He has quality 7, 9, and 10. Okay? The Nizik has three quality fields also. 3, 4, and 5. Okay, so regardless of which field you damage, that makes no difference. The mazik has to pay him a thousand shekels. Okay, so now we say, I'm going to pay you fields. Great. So the law is you pay idius. What does that mean, idius? The mizik's perspective, the best field the nizik owns is quality five. From the mazik's perspective, quality five is junk as far as I'm concerned. I think quality five is ten. But the mazik, so the nizik says to the mazik, give me quality ten. mazik says, why do I have to give you quality ten? Your best feel that you've ever had, that you have now, is quality five. I'm going to give you quality five. And that's what the Pasuk is saying, according to Bishmol. When you evaluate what is called idious. In the amount you have to pay, the dollar amount is always going to be the same. But when I tell the quality of the field is based on the <coughs> best field that the Nizik owns. Maybe you keep a the mazik, cares about the nizik? You focus on the best field that the Mazik has that he's giving. What's the The question is how do you read the pasik? My It says the word sada twice in the pasik, right? It says Okay, so the your my Reuven's, animal, did damage in stay acher. Who's stay acher? Shimon's field. Right? Shimon, the, the victim's field, in this case the nizek's field, is the first uh, sadeh. First two sadehs that are mentioned in the Pasik are clearly talking about the nizek's field. So therefore it makes sense when it says, metav sadehu or that sadeh is also referring to the nizek's field. So of course the mazik's paying, but he pays based on the quality of of the Nizik's field, therefore, if the Nizik only has quality five, he only has to pay him back quality five. Ne'masodah Lamata, and ne'masodah le'mala. Masodah mor is referring to the Nizik's field. Af <speaking> sodah <in Hebrew> is referring to the Nizik's field. Yerivay Kiva says, "No, metav sadehu umetav kamroy yishalaim." So, who's that? At the end of the passage referring to the Mazik. He's doing the paying. And it says, <laughs> The best field that the mazik has is the one he has to pay back. So the, the end of the passage says, is clearly in the context referring to the mazik. Maybe you have a shava, fine, but the context is clearly talking about the mazik. The hech, the shalom. Rabbi no, it says like this. Ahani Xerishava Vahani Krub. Bishmuel says, I can't argue with you. Clearly, the context of the Pasik is referring to the Mazik's quality field. But I have a that says it's also referring to the Nizik's quality field. Neferi Bishmuel says, I have a case where I can use both halachas. Ahani Xerishava Kedam Kiramina. If the Nizik has fields 2, 3, 4 and the Mazik has fields 7, 8, 9, says Rabbi the says you only have to pay quality 4, because that's the best field that the Nizik has. The Xerishava teaches me, but the Nizik Shemina. What's a case of Bitamazik Shaminam? Ahani Kroak going, the Isla the Mazik, Idius Vizi The mazik has two quality fields, number two and number nine. Okay? He has two qualities, very, very good and very, very bad. The idius the dinizik, it should be vizibarius, the mazik lay shavik idius the nizik. What if the nizik's idius is quality seven? Okay? So you say, but the nizik according to re so I have to give you quality seven. I don't have quality seven. I'm the mazik. I have quality two or quality nine. What do I have to give in that case? If I had quality seven, I'd give you quality seven. but I don't have quality seven, so can I say since the is but the nizik I'm not going to give you nine. I'm going to give you all my two junky fields. But the nizik shemina says mishmuel. Then that case the mishalmi meitav di day. In that case, the end of the pasuk comes in and says the, the mazik has to pay me metav di day. Normally, you pay by metav of the nizik. There is a case where if you don't have that, then you have to give the better quality field that you do have, the loy Matzi, I can't push the Mazi, can't push the nizik and say I'm giving you the junky field because I don't have quality sevens. If I don't have sevens that you have, then I have to give you the better fields because that's at least my... So, you're right. Most of the time, it's the Nizik's quality ideas. Says so, Rishmal, there is a situation where I'd be mighty to use Rabbi Akiva that the Mazik has to give his ideas if he has nothing that's exactly equal to that case. So, we're coming out that we have a fundamental, which is going to come up throughout the Masech a bunch of times. According to Rishmal, you figure out the best field quality wise, not value wise, quality wise, that the Nizik owns, and of course, Rabbi Kiva it's the best quality field that the Mazik owns, and only in a situation where the Mazik doesn't have such a thing, he only has medium. Then we, Rabbi we shall be Muddy you do based on the better quality of the Mazik has, based on that pulse Okay, Can we'll stop here. Sell-